Welcome to the special live presentation of St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, the 2020 Permanent Diaconate Ordination Mass from St. Paul's Church in Westerville. Ten men will be ordained to the Permanent Diaconate today by Bishop Robert J. Brennan, the Bishop of the Diocese of Columbus. We now go live to St. Paul's in Westerville.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done, and what I failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and the saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life.
pray. O oh God, who have taught the ministers of your church to seek not to be served, but to serve their brothers and sisters, grant, we pray, that these your servants, whom, the, whom you graciously choose today for the office of deacon, may be effective in action, gentle in ministry, and constant in prayer. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the prophet Jeremiah. The word of the Lord came to me. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I dedicated you. A prophet to the nations, I appointed you. Ah, Lord God, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord answered me, Do not say, I am too young. To whomever I send you, you shall go. Whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, oracle of the Lord. Then the Lord extended his hand and touched my mouth, saying to me, See, I place my words in your mouth. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Therefore, since we have this ministry through the mercy shown us, we are not discouraged. Rather, we have renounced shameful hidden things, not acting deceitfully or falsifying the word of God, but by open declaration of the truth, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your slaves for the sake of Jesus. For God who said, let the light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to bring to light the knowledge of the glory of God on the face of Jesus Christ. But we hold this treasure in earthen vessels that the surpassing power may be of God and not from us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Gird your loins and light your lamps, and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. Amen, I say to you, he will gird himself, have them recline at table, and proceed to wait on them. 
And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in his way, blessed are those servants. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. Then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, Who then is the faithful and prudent steward whom the master will put in charge of his servants to distribute the food allowance at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on arrival finds doing so. Truly I say to you, he will put the servant in charge of all his property. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Let those who are to be ordained deacon come forward. Daniel Eugene Dowler. James Patrick Elkert. Jesus Figueroa, Jr. Jeffrey Howard Hurdley. Nicholas James Clare.
Victor Chineme Ninaguba. Mark Edward O'Loughlin. Christopher Robert Walsh. Eric Vanley Wright. Douglas Wright Iglesias. Most Reverend Father, Holy Mother Church, ask you to ordain these men, our brothers, to the responsibility of the diaconate. Do you know them to be worthy? After inquiry among the Christian people and upon recommendation of those responsible, I testify that they have been found worthy. Relying on the help of the Lord God and our Savior Jesus Christ, we choose these, our brothers, for the order of the diaconate. Thanks be to God. Beloved brothers and sisters, since these men who are your relatives and friends are now to be advanced to the order of deacons, consider carefully the nature of the rank of the church to which they are about to be raised. By the gift of the Holy Spirit, bishop, particularly in the ministry of the word, and of charity to be served as ministers of 
gospel. Prepare the Lord's body and their duty at the what believers and unbelievers instruct them in hope. They will bear, administer, assist, and conduct precisely at the altar. They will perform the name of the bishop with the help of God. They are to go about all such a way. Recognize them who came but to serve. I'm so very glad. Family, parishioners, parishes could be here today. Couldn't have as many people as we. I join those who are watching. I I welcome those who are watching. And I. The word of appreciation. Campbell, Bishop Campbell, doing the work of formation. Bishop Campbell, who has done so much to build up the diaconate here in the Diocese of Columbus, and who did a great deal on the national level to help to build up the order of the deacon. So again, it is a great day for us here in the Diocese of Columbus, a great day for the church. Now you who are to be raised to the order of the diaconate. The Lord has set an example that just as he himself has done, you also should do. As deacons, that is, as ministers of Jesus Christ, who came among his disciples as one who served, do the will of God from the heart. Serve his people in love, and joy as you would the Lord. This becomes for all of us the antidote to clericalism. The Lord has set an example that just as he himself has done, we also should do. In his recent encyclical, Fratelli Tutti, Pope Francis places before us the parable of the Good Samaritan. Sooner or later, he writes, we will all encounter a person who is suffering. Today, there are more and more of them. The Holy Father asks, will we bend down to touch and heal the wounds of others? Will we bend down to help another to get up. This is today's challenge, and we should not be afraid to face it. Today, 
you become sacramental images of the Good Samaritan. Given the mandate and the grace in a particular way to bend, to touch, and heal the wounds of others and the wounds of the world. Yes, the world is in tumult in so many ways. The world is wounded deeply. And you are sent into that world, the real world, not a world of our own construct or of wishful thinking, but a world in need of the healing touch of Christ himself. Like the Good Samaritan and like our risen Lord, We must be honest about these wounds precisely to be effective ministers of healing and conciliation. Charting the path of Christ and his church, we must be unwavering in our call for the respect and the dignity of every human person at every stage of life. Speaking to the people of the United States back in June, Pope Francis said, we cannot tolerate or turn a blind eye to racism and exclusion in any form, and yet claim to defend the sacredness of every human life. Indeed, condemn racism, condemn hatred and violence in all its ugly forms. And with the insight of the Holy Spirit, we can be attentive to so many wounds, to so much suffering by so many here and around the world. In looking at the wounds of the world, we bring the peace and the reconciliation of our risen wood. As deacons, you will walk with God's people, standing in their midst, and listening deeply. Listen attentively, lovingly, and seek always to understand. Walk with God's people, generously sharing the joy and hope, the grief and anguish of the people of our time, especially of those who are poor or afflicted in any way. And as deacons, Bind the wounds with the salve of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gaze of charity, and the tenderness of your genuine care. Like those once chosen by the apostles for the ministry of charity, you should be men of good reputation, filled with wisdom and the Holy Spirit. Firmly rooted and grounded in faith, you are to show yourselves chaste and beyond reproach before God and man, as is proper for the ministers of Christ and the stewards of God's mysteries. Never allow yourselves to be turned away from the hope offered by the gospel. Now, you are not only hearers of the word of this gospel, but also its ministers. Take 
to heart the exhortation of St. Paul proclaimed to us this very morning. We do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your slaves for the sake of Jesus. Hold the mystery of faith with a clear conscience, expressed by your actions, the word of God which your lips proclaim, so that the Christian people, brought to life by the Spirit, may be a pure offering accepted by God. And then on the last day, when you go out to meet the Lord, you will be able to hear him say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Dear sons, before you enter the order of the diaconate, you must declare before the people your intention to undertake this office. Do you resolve to be consecrated for the church's ministry by the laying on of my hands and the gift of the Holy Spirit? I do. Do you resolve to discharge the office of deacon with humble charity in order to assist the priestly order and benefit the Christian people? Do you resolve to hold fast to the mystery of faith with a clear conscience, as the Apostle urges, and to proclaim this faith in word and deed, according to the gospel and the church's tradition? Do you resolve to maintain and deepen the spirit of prayer that is proper to your way of life, and in keeping with this spirit and what is required of you, to celebrate faithfully the liturgy of the hours with and for the people of God, and indeed for the whole world. Do you resolve to conform your way of life always to the example of Christ, whose body and blood you are ministers at the altar?
Do you promise respect and obedience to me and to my successors? I do. May God, who has begun the good work in you, bring it to fulfillment. Do you promise respect and obedience to me and my successors? I do. May God, who has begun the good work in you, bring it to fulfillment. Do you promise respect and obedience to me and to my successors? I do. May God, who has begun the good work in you, bring it to fulfillment. Amen. Do you promise respect and obedience to me and to my successors? I do. May God, who has begun the good work in you, bring it to fulfillment. Do you promise respect and obedience to me and to my successors? I do. May God, who has begun the good work in you, bring it to fulfillment. Amen. Amen. Do you promise respect and obedience to me and to my successors? I do. May God, who has begun the good work in you, bring it to fulfillment. Amen. Do you promise respect and obedience to me and to my successors? May God, who has begun the good work in you, bring it to fulfillment. Amen. Do you promise respect and obedience to me and to my successors? I do. May God, who has begun the good work in you, Bring it to fulfillment. Do you promise respect and obedience to me and to my successors? I do. May God, who has begun the good work in you, bring it to fulfillment.
Do you promise respect and obedience to me and to my successors? I do. May God, who has begun the good work in you, bring it to fulfillment. Amen. My dear people, let us pray now to God, the all-powerful Father, that God, the all-powerful Father, will mercifully pour out the grace of his blessing on these, his servants, whom in his kindness he raises to the holy order of the diaconate. Let us see
Anthony of Padua, St. Thomas Aquinas, St. Francis Xavier, St. Charles Borromeo, St. Francis de with your mercy the troubled and the afflicted. Amen. 
Lord God, mercifully hear our prayers and graciously accompany with your help what we undertake by virtue of our office. Sanctify by your blessing these men we present, for in our judgment we believe them worthy to exercise sacred ministries through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us
Draw near, we pray, almighty God, giver of every grace, who apportioned every order and assign every office, who remain unchanged, but make all things new. In your eternal providence, you make provision for every age, as you water all creation through him who is your word, your power, and your wisdom, Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. You grant that the church, his body, adorned with many, with manifold heavenly graces, drawn together in the diversity of its members, and united by a wondrous bond through the Holy Spirit, should grow and spread forth to build up a new temple. And as once you chose the sons of Levi to minister in the former tabernacle, so now you establish three ranks of ministers in their sacred offices to serve in your name. And so, in the first days of the church, of your church through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Your son's apostles appointed seven men of good repute to assist them in the daily ministry that they might devote themselves more fully to prayer and preaching of the word. By power and the laying on of hands, they entrusted to these chosen men the ministry of serving at the table. We beseech you, Lord, look favorably upon these servants of yours who will minister at your holy altar and whom now we humbly dedicate to the office of deacon. Send forth upon them, Lord, we pray, the Holy Spirit, that they may be strengthened by the gifts of your sevenfold grace for the faithful carrying out of the work of the ministry. May they there abound in them every gospel virtue, unfeigned love, concern for the sick and the poor, unassuming authority, the purity of innocence, and the observance of spiritual discipline. May your commandments shine forth in their conduct, so that by the example of their way of life, they may inspire the imitation of your holy people in offering the witness of a clear conscience. May they remain strong and steadfast in Christ, so that by imitating on earth your Son who came not to be served, but to serve. They may be found worthy to reign in heaven with him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit. One God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated.
Receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach. Receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach. Amen. Receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach. Receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach. Amen.
Receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach. Amen. Receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach. Amen. Receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach. Receive the word, receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach. Receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach. Receive the gospel of Christ, whose herald you have become. Believe what you read, teach what you believe, and practice what you teach. Amen.
and with your spirit.
pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Holy Father, whose Son chose to wash the disciples' feet and so set us an example, accept, we pray, the oblation of our service and grant that offering ourselves as a spiritual sacrifice, we may be filled with the spirit of humility and zeal through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your heart. Give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for By the anointing of the Holy Spirit, you made your only begotten Son, High Priest of the new and eternal covenant. And by your wondrous design, we're pleased to decree that many ministries be exercised in the church. For... Christ not only adorns with the royal priesthood the people he has made his own, but with a brother's kindness he also chooses men to become sharers in his sacred ministry through the laying on of hands. He chose them to lead your holy people in charity, to nourish them with the word and strengthen them with the sacraments. As they give up their lives for you and the salvation of their brothers and sisters, they strive to be conformed to the image of Christ himself and offer you a constant witness of faith and love. And so, Lord, with all the angels and saints, we too give you thanks, as in exaltation we acclaim.
To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to God, unite, and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and me, your unworthy servant, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants and all gathered here whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. In communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Corsogonus, John and Paul, Cosmos and Damian, and all your saints, we ask that through their merits and prayers in all things, we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those. Therefore, Lord, we pray. Graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family, which we make to you also for your servants, whom you have been pleased to raise to the order of the diaconate. And in your mercy, keep your gifts, keep safe your gifts in them, so that what they have received by divine commission, they may fulfill by divine assistance. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands 
and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his almighty Father. Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands. And once more giving thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and to drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you, and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ, your Son, our Lord. We, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread, of eternal life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer, we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us, through this participation at the altar, receive the most holy body and blood of your Son, may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with a sign of faith, 
and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share in fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon through Christ our Lord. Through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Sage's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress. So we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy to be shed under my roof, but only say the word.
Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, to your servants, whom you have replenished with heavenly food and drink, that for the sake of your glory and the salvation of believers, they may be found faithful as ministers of the gospel, of the sacraments, and of charity, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Would you be seated for just a moment, please? Permit me to offer just a few words of profound appreciation on this glorious day. We give thanks to God for the day that we have, but for the great gift that he gave us in these newly ordained deacons. I'd like to say a word of appreciation um, to Father Jonathan Wilson and the whole staff here at St. Paul's and all of the parishioners who opened the doors and welcomed us so, so very warmly and to the Cathedral Choir for the leading us in prayer, lifting our hearts and minds in prayer and music. I'd like to thank all those who have prepared in the, in the deacon office and in the office of um, divine worship for the beauty of this celebration. And... I'd like to say a word of thanks to all of those who have been involved in the work of formation over these years. I know each of you have expressed that gratitude to me when we met, and I want to share that. I say often that the deacons here are very, very well formed, and so all those who are engaged in that work, to all those engaged in that work, I am very, very grateful. And, um, and, and the deacons perform such great gifts here in this diocese. We're so, so very fortunate for not only for the order of deacons, but for the very deacons who we have. I'm so glad that so many of the deacons could be here today, and um, the same with all of the priests, and again, Bishop Campbell. Uh, there are so many limitations placed upon us, and so that I'm glad that you could represent the whole of the presbyterate and of the diaconate, and again, all of those who are joining us by way of live stream. I thank you for, who were ordained today for the gifts of your lives in service of the gospel and of his church. But when I thank you for that gift, that gift is not yours alone. That gift has been given to us by all of your families, by your wives and all of your families. This is a shared gift. And um, not only in the sacrifices made during this time of formation, walking with all of you during this journey, and um, more importantly, this willingness now to accompany you, to be one with you in the gifts of your lives. And so to all of the wives, I'd ask all the wives of the deacons, if you would stand in your places, please. If you would please stand in your place. And I ask that we thank all of you and all the families. And again, finally to you who were ordained, would this ordination class of 2020, would you please stand in your places? Let us offer a word of profound congratulations.
now let us all stand. One other word of appreciation I should add to everybody who's here and again everybody who couldn't join us. Boy, things are different this year. They don't keep us from doing the things that we ought to be doing, but they make things a little more difficult, a little more complicated. I'm sorry that we will not be gathering in some other form. Thank you for your resilience, for your flexibility, and for the joy that you have brought to this day. Let us ask God's blessing. Bow down for the blessing. The Lord be with you. May God, who has called you to the service of others in his church, give you great zeal for all, especially the afflicted and the poor. Amen. May he who has entrusted you with preaching the gospel of Christ help you as you live according to his word to be its sincere and fervent witnesses. Amen. May he who has appointed you, stewards of his holy mysteries, make you imitators of his son, Jesus Christ, and ministers of unity and peace in the world. Amen. Amen. And... May Almighty God bless all of you who are gathered here, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord with your life. Thanks be to God.